Welcome to the Prancing Horse Podcast. Glad you can join us to learn about the history, news, and culture of the world-famous Ferrari. I'm your host, AJ, and I'm so excited to continue our Prancing Horse Podcast with this second news episode. My goal is to share the Prancing Horse culture with not only current, but also future generations to come. This series is going to keep you posted on all that's new in the Ferrari world, from cars to racing and events. Anyone can Google Ferrari, but I wanted to be able to provide you with the insider's perspective. I have been working in the service department of a Ferrari dealership for the last 10 years. I started my career there with them as a car washer, then apprentice technician, technician, master technician, and now I'm the service manager. I've done many different Ferrari training courses for the brand. I've also competed in multiple master technician competitions and done some racing with them as well in the Challenge Series. I love Ferrari and what they create, so buckle up and let's talk news. Ferrari news! Boy, do we have a lot for you guys today. Starting off, the SF90XX sets a new road car record at Fiorano. 1 minute, 17 seconds is the new record to beat. Beating its own record for the SF90 Stradale at 1 minute, 19 seconds, this is a huge accomplishment turning a lap at the circuit almost 1.7 seconds faster than its normal road-going predecessor. This makes it faster than the famed FXX around the track. The same car that smashed the Top Gear's fastest lap can now be had in a road-going version. The fact this car can be sitting in your garage with that level of performance is astonishing. Also, this is the biggest jump for a track-focused street car since the F430 Scuderia came out almost 15 years ago. This shows the value of the XX moniker and the ability of such a talented team of people. Did I mention this is the first road-going car to bear the XX badge? Everything else before this has been strictly a track weapon that was not road legal. Having seen this car in person, I can personally tell you it's wild. The aero package with the combined weight loss and the increase of horsepower did this configuration a lot of good. I cannot wait to see the first one lap my local F1 track, Coda. Speaking of F1, what a crazy last few weeks. We last left off before the Mexico Grand Prix where Scuderia Ferrari took third and fourth. A very strong finish for Leclerc and Sainz, with Leclerc taking pole position at the start. A racing incident with Checo from Red Bull was quite the drama at turn one on lap one. However, this would not take our driver out of the race thanks to a strong car. Even with the front wing damage, Leclerc would bring home a P2 victory, with Sainz bringing home a strong P4 finish behind Lewis Hamilton. Moving on to the Brazil Grand Prix, with Leclerc sitting in P2 on the start of the formation lap, Charles Leclerc lost hydraulics or an engine, we are unclear on which, which caused a locking of the rear wheels and him spinning into the wall, ending his race before it ever even started. Carlos Sainz, struggling with the clutch on the start, lost a few places, but had a very strong first stint and brought home a P6 finish ahead of both Mercedes. Viva Las Vegas! It's Vegas, baby! With this being the new U.S. race for the schedule, it was not without drama and entertainment. Starting in free practice one, just nine minutes in, a drain hole cover was ripped from the streets, destroying the monocoque, or the chassis, of Carlos Sainz, killing the entire free practice session and forcing a two and a half hour delay to free practice two start, which then was happening at 2.30 a.m. Sainz was given a 10 place penalty on the grid due to the chassis change. 
This was quite controversial as the track debris was what caused the damage, not the fault of Ferrari or Sainz. With such a huge penalty to pay at the start of the race and cold temperatures that gave him a spin in the early part, Sainz would ultimately not finish very well. But with Leclerc starting from the front of the grid, a questionable force off the track in turn one by Max Verstappen with Leclerc coming on the radio, stating that Max should have given the position back due to the incident. Unfortunately, the FIA, or the governing body of F1, would not make that decision in Leclerc's favor, only receiving a five-second penalty to Max Verstappen. But with a strong run up to Verstappen, Leclerc takes P1 on lap 16. With Max soon pitting after that and serving his five-second penalty, he would lose the position later to Sergio Perez, but soon take it back, creating an amazing amount of excitement with position changes and good racing for P1, like we really hadn't seen all year. With another position change, Verstappen would take the P1 position back from Leclerc, where Leclerc would later be too late on the brakes, losing the P2 position to Sergio Perez, but would regain the P2 position on the last lap with a brilliant overtake. It was a dramatic but exciting weekend. Moving to the last race of the season in Abu Dhabi with Leclerc on the front row, a good fight was put up in the first few laps to take the P1 position away from Verstappen. But unfortunately, Leclerc just couldn't make it happen. He would have a fairly uneventful drive after that, crossing the line in third, but due to a penalty of Perez, would ultimately end up in P2 for the race. However, he did come on the radio asking about the Mercedes car behind him, even talking about how he was going to let Perez around him to try to minimize the amount of points that Mercedes would get, showing that even in the heat of battle, his head's on fairly straight. With Carlos Sainz qualifying 16th and a strategy relying on a free pit stop on a safety car that never came, this would end his season in 18th place at Yas Marina in Abu Dhabi. With the season over, Ferrari found themselves in 3rd place in the Constructors' Championship, just 3 points shy of Mercedes, who took 2nd. With the two rough weekends for Sainz, this was disappointing, but maybe not surprising. Red Bull of course took 1st, and the season is officially closed with racing to resume in February. Now to hypercar endurance racing. With Ferrari's first season with the 499P, going back to prototype racing after 50 years, the number 50 took home a third place finish at the 8 Hours of Bahrain and finished second in the Constructors' Championship, making it a very memorable first season for the 499P. Taking home a first place finish for the 24 Hour of Le Mans earlier in the year. Another amazing accomplishment for the 296 GT3 it was the first non-German car to win the 24 hours of Nürburgring in 21 years. A car that works at Nürburgring is said to work everywhere. This is an amazing start to this relatively new chassis design for the future seasons. For Ferrari to win the 24 hour of Le Mans and the 24 hours of Nürburgring with two new cars in their first years on track to take such notable victories, this is truly setting up for some exciting endurance racing in the next few seasons. Speaking of the 499P, Ferrari announces a new track day weapon for sale to its top clients, the 499P Modificata. To celebrate the win at Le Mans, this car, redesigned from the 499P Racer, retains the look and feel of the 499P but with more power, a new push-to-pass feature that clients can use to overtake, and a redesigned suspension and tire package to give the car a more predictable feel. This will be eligible to run in Ferrari's Sport Prototipi Clienti program that runs alongside the F1 Clienti calendar, giving the clients an opportunity to have full trackside support from Ferrari at amazing tracks such as Indianapolis Motor Speedway, 
Yas Marina, Sonoma, and even Laguna Seca, just to name a few. At $5.4 million, though, I don't think you're too apt to see your neighbor running this at your local track anytime soon, but rather a group of gentlemen drivers alongside with Ferrari running at these amazing F1 Cliente events. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode. Make sure you follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss any of our new content. Also, make sure you interact with us on Facebook, Instagram, and prancinghorsepodcast.com. And as always, Forza Ferrari.